Hey there, mamas. I'm going to ask you a question that you might not be used to hearing. How are you doing or feeling? And I mean, really, how are things in your life going right now? And how are you processing them? For mothers, this can be a loaded question, especially for new mamas. If someone had asked me this question a week into motherhood, I would have probably started crying and said something like, well, I'm happy, I'm sad, I love my baby, but things are hard. I'm afraid to be away from him, and I'm afraid to let anyone else help me with him because I'm so afraid something bad will happen to him. I could go on and on and on with a list of scares and emotions that I was going through. We go through a roller coaster of feelings, moods, personalities. But let me start by saying it's okay. I am positive that you are not the only woman to ever have the thoughts that you are having right now. The key to processing all of this and staying healthy is what you do with these thoughts and feelings. I'm going to tell you a little bit about me and my struggle with postpartum anxiety. And let's see if any of this hits home for you. When my first son was born, there was nothing else that mattered. He was my everything. I had worked hard to bring this child into the world, and I was quite frankly obsessed and in love with him. Everything he did was perfect, and all I wanted to do was sit and rock him and nurse him and look at him and kiss him and, by God, protect him. Sometimes with this kind of infatuation and love comes extreme fear and anxiety. You can't breathe at the thought of something happening to your child. So what I did was try to do it all on my own. My baby had spent 40 weeks inside my belly, growing and resting. So I was where he was comfortable and safe, and I wanted him to stay that way. I remember one thing that gave me the worst anxiety is what I refer to as the baby passing game. You all know what I'm talking about. It's your first family gathering after your new baby is born and everyone wants to hold him and pass him around and God forbid kiss him. Ugh, don't kiss the babies. Hey, no judgment now. I guarantee I am not the only mom who has fear of the baby passing game. I carried this baby around in my belly for 40 weeks and three days to be exact and now he's out in this great big scary world this living breathing little human that's fragile and breakable and has feelings and nerves suddenly I'm just supposed to feel okay with a bunch of people passing him around the room are you kidding me are you with me ladies you worry someone will drop him or get him sick not to mention how sore it must make them to get passed around so much. They're new too, and they want their mamas. Now, is this reality or anxiety? I don't know, but I know I felt it. Now, if you're one of those people getting upset with me right now, or someone else for being too protective over their baby or wanting to do everything for their baby, hang with me for just a second and keep listening. Or let's say you're a grandparent and you want some of that precious time with your grandbaby. We all understand that. And guess what? Even that mama understands it too. But do me a favor and step back and try to imagine how much fear and anxiety she must be going through right now. She has carried this baby around inside of her safely for all this time and suddenly it's out in the world and she just has to trust that you're going to hold it and keep it as safe as she could. 
Now you know that you would never do anything but the very best for that baby, but she can't see past her fear and anxiety to feel calm yet. Mamas are tangled in a web of emotions and hormones and anxieties that no one can imagine unless you have fought through them. All she can see is a mashup of freak accidents happening while someone else is holding her baby. I remember someone telling me that I should try meditation to soothe my anxiety. So I found a guided meditation to listen to and I dove right in. It had me put myself on a beach and set a relaxing mood. And right in the middle of that meditation, I imagined a hungry, killer, shark-filled tidal wave building up and headed right for me. I couldn't even meditate without freak accidents happening. So do me a little favor, and for now, give that mama a break. She is really trying her best to raise a healthy, happy baby and not lose her mind or herself in the process. So mamas, do you think you could be suffering from postpartum anxiety? Is your behavior a little out of the norm? Are you having a hard time sitting still or relaxing? Are you also micromanaging your partner? I know, I know, he's not changing the diaper correctly, he's feeding the baby at the wrong angle, he's not burping the baby right, he can't soothe the baby properly, etc, etc, etc. I could go on forever, right? Because no one is going to do everything exactly like you do. The problem is, you want your baby to bond with your partner, right? And you don't want to hurt their feelings or do damage to your marriage by being the baby dictator either, correct? So you have to really think about the things that are bothering you and know how to deal with them. Think to yourself, is this really something detrimental to the baby's health and development? Remember, partners have to learn too. Sometimes the home life can get a little hairy as you maneuver the learning curve and the anxiety curve. So... I've just thrown anxiety and spousal feelings at you. How are you feeling right now? Anxious? I'm sure you are, but let's see if we can make some of it make a little more sense. So let's break down what postpartum anxiety looks like. Do you feel like you can't relax? Are you constantly worried about something bad happening? Are you having trouble concentrating? Are you having dizzy spells, hot flashes, or heart palpitations? Are you having trouble sleeping? Wait a minute, what kind of question is that? Of course you're having trouble sleeping. You just had a baby. We need to scratch that question. Anxiety can also present in your appetite. Maybe you're eating more or less, or maybe you're feeling nauseous. OCD or obsessive compulsive disorder can also be a symptom of postpartum anxiety. Do you obsess over having enough supplies for your baby or if it's eating enough or on time? Do you obsess over accidents that could happen or fears that you have about your baby? OCD could also be responsible for your extreme need to protect the baby too, mamas. Listen, don't panic. This is really common and even kind of normal. The key is, what do you do with all of these fears? So do all mamas experience this? The answer is no. That's totally not fair, right? Why is that? Experts say a number of things can contribute to the likelihood of you developing postpartum anxiety. A past of eating disorders can be one of them. Do you have a family or personal history of anxiety or depression issues? 
this can most definitely be a risk factor. If you had fertility struggles or a rough road to your baby, this can enhance your risk for postpartum anxiety as well. And listen, mamas, don't beat yourself up right now. Postpartum anxiety affects roughly 10% of women, so you are not the only one going through this. You are not alone. Some anxiety is adaptive. Dr. Margaret Howard, Director of Postpartum Depression at Day Hospital for Women and Infants in Providence, Rhode Island, says, Anxiety is a natural response to protect one's baby, and often that's expressed with hyper-alertness and hypervigilance. Come on now, that sounds pretty cool, right? So basically, from this point on, it's how you process these fears. Now for a lot of parents, all of these non-stop scenario fears in your head are just mental noise and you eventually learn to dismiss it. But for those of us that really struggle to dismiss these terrible thoughts, we find it can snowball into worse fears, anxiety attacks, and even panic attacks. Do you know that postpartum anxiety is called the hidden disorder because so few moms recognize it and it goes unreported? Then moms start to believe that there's something wrong with them. They feel like they might be doing their baby a disservice or they feel like they're hurting their family because of the way they're protecting their baby. And here's an interesting fact. Postpartum anxiety doesn't have to kick in immediately after birth. It can happen anytime during the first year of your baby's life. So how can you manage your anxiety? Listen to this, mamas. If you don't go any further than this, hear me when I say that postpartum anxiety doesn't always go away on its own. If you feel out of control or like your fears are overcoming your ability to enjoy your life with your baby, seek help immediately. Some of you may be experiencing anxiety due to actual trauma that you have been through or legitimate scares that you have been through with your baby. You're probably driving yourself crazy trying to decide if your spot-on, God-given maternal instincts are kicking in or if anxiety is trying to overcome you. It is important now more than ever that you deal with these feelings and fears. If you are unsure what steps to take, start by reaching out to a trusted friend or family member. Don't go through this struggle alone. Help may also come in the form of a therapist, exercise, time alone, meditation, or a combination of these things. This is not something to be embarrassed of. You are brave for facing this and taking the steps to deal with your fears and make the strides to enjoy the absolute bliss that motherhood can be. That is, if you're not imagining killer shark tidal waves crashing down on you for no reason. Or maybe that's just me. I, for one, highly recommend therapy. Having a few minutes to yourself to speak your thoughts to someone who understands you and can help you process them is powerful. They have tips and techniques to help you shut down fear and even rest a little better. And also exercise. Can we take a legally blonde moment here to say, exercise gives you endorphins. Endorphins make you happy. Happy people just don't go around killing their husbands. Am I right or am I right? So if you've read all this and you're still worried about things like you're holding your baby too much, or you're spending too much time with your baby, or you're spending too much time strategizing ways to make your baby the happiest, then stop right there, sisters. Are you telling me that you're afraid you're going to screw your baby up because you're loving him too much or her? 
Sorry, I always say him because I have boys. I'll work on that. Listen, I have never heard of a serial killer that some psychologist picked apart and traced all of his problems back to being held too much or loved too much. I'm sure it's quite the opposite. You're making your baby feel safe, and that's the goal. The only issue here is you. Are you happy doing all of this? Does this make you feel fulfilled and accomplished? If the answer is yes, then keep it up, mamas, and deal with the anxiety separate. I will give you a little confession now. With my second son, I probably let him stay on the bottle too long. I loved our time together at night. He needed me and I needed him. He's my last baby and soon I won't get those middle of the night wake up calls. I know I'm going to miss all the little baby things, so I try to enjoy them any way that I can. I am also apparently a human experiment on how little a human body can sleep and still survive. So I've got that going for me. Now currently this child is 20 months old and he wakes me up every night to eat a snack and watch The Office. Yes, the TV show office with Michael, Dwight, Jim, Pam, that office. Now, I could totally think of a worse wake-up call, right? What a cool kid. A really cool non-sleeping kid, mind you. But I'm enjoying every second of this while it lasts. Now, if you're not enjoying things like this, if you need your sleep and you need a break, that's okay too. You are still an awesome mom. Do what you have to do to enjoy your life and your babies. We all love our babies and want them to grow up healthy and strong. We are all doing our best and that's the best that we can do. There's no yellow brick road to being the best mom and raising the perfect child. Stop trying to be Facebook approved. That is not a thing. This is real life, ladies. It's the good, the bad, the beautiful, the ugly, the laughing, the shower cries, the winning, the defeats, the spectacularly amazing, gut-wrenching, gorgeous, tear-filled, hilarious mess that we call motherhood. We are all in this together. And here's a spoiler for you. Your baby is not going to take a bottle forever. Your baby's not gonna need a passy forever. Your baby won't always cry when you leave the room, and you won't always cry either. Your baby will eventually ask to go spend the night with their grandparents, and he or she might choose daddy over mommy sometimes. And guess what? They're eventually going to want their own room and some privacy. All of these little struggles are temporary. It's just a season. It's all okay, and I say this to reassure you that you are not ruining your baby. Just don't ruin yourself in the process. This has been a podcast from the mothers and partners of Tri for Life Birth Tissue Recovery Group.